Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Uh, episode number 63. Back up in this bitch. Woo! Back up in your ass. Hello. It's good to be alive, man. The rain has returned to the Northwest. It's interesting. So, like, it got super sunny all the way, like, in, in May? In May and June, yeah. It was, like, 90 degrees in June. And so, like, it summer came my super early. Does that mean that winter's going to come early? I don't know, man. The entire world is a changing. It's shifting. We're going to hell. Fast. Little boy, you're going to hell. It's all good, though. In a few short years, we're going to be celebrating Christmas the way the Australians <laughs> do. Just super bright With and some sunny. palm trees. Yeah. <laughs> Made like Kaliki Maka, man. There you go. It's the mm. Hawaiian way. Nice. Uh, well, what's up? My name is Ian. This is Kevin. Hey. And Ryan the Beard. Yo, yo. What's so, going on? We're all still here. How was your guys' week? Ryan, what did you do this week? Uh, I had a pretty nuts week. Um, let's see. I, uh, I, I got my board in, which is... Oh, yeah, yeah, your mixing board. Which is a big, big deal. That's the biggest deal. Yeah. It's the biggest, I, most important part, right? It's, uh, I, I was explaining to my girlfriend, it's like, because she just wasn't... Fully, oh, she's your girlfriend now. She wasn't fully grasping the gravity of what, why I was so excited. So I explained it. I was like, this is kind of the equi- audio equivalent of... Getting a house, yeah, or like right. having a kid, like, like this you, is yeah, this is big a deal. Huge, You've done huge it, deal. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so it uh, it that's showed- the controller for your video game. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it showed up in this huge wooden crate. Um, and the guy kind of pulled up the truck and he's like, "Yep, here, got a big box here for you, a big pallet." <laughs> I'm like, awesome. Yes, like, sir. Where should I put it? I'm like, uh, sh. Because I wasn't expecting it for another day, oh, and no. so all my friends were at work, and my roommates were off. Oh, doing was that other your things. Facebook post that was like, "I need help moving a big heavy box"? <laughs> yeah. And so this thing is is sitting in my driveway, and I'm sitting, and I was sitting on the box. It's going to leave it right it, here. It, it, it was unwrapped, so it was just like a wooden box with some vent holes in it, and, and it was. I was like, "Well, crap! It's going to rain." And it's starting to rain. Yeah. 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 No! And so I kind of threw a tarp over it, and I wasn't going to let that thing out of my sight. So I just kind of sat on the tarp and sat there you on my sat phone. sat there with a just, shotgun on your porch. Just, just, <laughs> yeah, just like, Get away right. from my board. Who, who can I get to help? And uh, lucky enough, uh, my buddy Ruby stepped up to the plate. We got it into my living room. And so now it's sitting in my living room as I wait for some uh, some final stuff to be done downstairs. And then it'll be it'll be installed and good to go. And Do you have all not the- drop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same with you, Mr. Dusty Strings. That's true. <laughs> uh, so, do you have everything else you need except for that? Is that the final piece? You just need to plug it in and get everything hooked up? Uh, there's there's a couple more odds and ends that I need that are on the way. And uh, then we're still getting ready to install all the all the rest of the acoustic treatments, which <clears> is going to be kind of a week-long process. And if anybody doesn't know, Ryan has a, a studio, a home studio in his basement that he's been building for how long now? He's like kind of a big deal. Two, two and a half years, something like that. I remember that Facebook post where you're like, hey, does anybody want to come over? I got a bunch of shovels. We're going to dig out my basement. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> yeah. It, I got it, pizza. It was a sweaty good time. Yeah, man. You know, it... it 
it was a good time. Blasted some metal and had a big conveyor belt that we were loading dirt onto. Kevin oh, just came, loading it out. Yeah, huh? yeah. Uh, Kevin came over and helped. Jabroni John. Jabroni John. Man, yeah, Missed it's uh, it, it's been kind of cool, you know. And a lot of friends have kind of pitched in here and there when when I've needed things to help me out with with different things, whether it be answering audio questions or you know helping me with some manual labor or whatever I need. So right. it's, it's it's really been it's been a process, but the but the board's a big. Big, huge thing. You know how you can pay us back? <laughs> Record a pound song. There you go. Yeah, that, get us a goddamn song. That, that's that's first on the list, Just man. one. Just one. Oon. One song. Uh, well, congratulations, man. Yeah, man. That's sounds cool. like a Sounds like a solid week for you. It, like, it's, it has been. It's, it's been a really interesting week. You're feeling it's, good, it's I good I am. I am <laughs> feeling good. Yeah, it's it's that's it's been cool. a very emotionally up and down week. They, the day before that, I, I got really... Awful, terrible news that I kind of want to tie into something else. Well, a news article we're going to go into oh, okay. later. Fair enough. But um, yeah, my uh, a very close friend of mine from back home um, went out and partied way too hard Uh-oh. and is now in the hospital with zero brain activity. Wow! Damn. And it really, really sucks. And Damn it's, you, drugs! It's it's kind of an accident. Was it a car accident? Oh, uh, it, it was an OD. And oh, wow. you know that that's just the worst possible way that something like that could happen and um you know it's uh it sucks when yeah, you hear dude. news like that it it's just cuz there's nothing you can do yeah and it's it's just in the back of your brain and it's just such a it so that that really sucks so um the day after i found out about that i got my board so it was kind of weird weird you, week bittersweet yeah yeah very interesting week but you know uh shout out to uh, all the crew over the octopus bar and some of my friends from the iron bowl for you know being there for me when i was all not with it and bummed mm-hmm. out for you know helping cheer me up and right. kind of being there to chat with so you know that's cool well so i'm sorry to hear about that man yeah well life happens yep that's that's part of living Yep. drugs man don't do them don't do it or just know how to limit yourself. Come on. Yeah, man. Moderation. Kevin, Seriously. what'd you do this week, man? What'd you um, get into? I know you You had a week. I did have a week. Uh, I'm gearing up. I am in the middle of a shit show at my day job because I'm transferring over to my new job that I was talking about last week, and they haven't they haven't hired anyone. Oh, no. So I'm like, come the f- on i gotta seriously i don't want to leave you guys and screw you guys i actually like the company and stuff but, but at the same time you're like i told you i'm leaving yeah right? i told you i'm leaving so they're so like trying to up. hire someone and so this next week i'm going to be trying to do my job and also train someone it's going to be hectic but um i'm going to be starting a new job on friday at the dusty strings job and also last week it was announced that i'm the new official host of loud and local which is yeah, yeah. so um i'm gonna be good, good. Yeah. it's in good hands sunday nights 11 to mid Midnight, we can uh, twist Kevin to our warp ways. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to make it big, you know, trying to trying to make it as vital and not saying Jolene did not, but uh, you know, I'm saying that uh, I just want to breathe new life into it a little bit, and I think that uh, I think that it's a super important part of uh, of fucking the the radio station that is sometimes overlooked. I mean, you could look at it and be like, uh, it's 11 p.m. on Sunday nights, but really, it's the only exposure that local bands get aside from metal shops. So non metal bands. They don't get fucking played on KSW hardly ever, right? So yeah, right. I, well, I, I just they're, they're not they're no shine down. <laughs> I want to make it a public service. Well, and that that's the thing. Max and I were just talking about that the other night. How um, Jolene did so much for the station. Like she had all kinds of irons and all kinds of fires all over the place. Yeah. Right. And it, when you're doing that many things, it's hard to take a little spread such a thin. small thing. Yeah. 
thing and, and kind of grow it. And I, I'd really love to see Loud and Local get extended by a couple hours eventually and like turn into a much more legit thing, have a lot more bands hey, coming Kevin, up. It's and, one of those things, Kevin, just let him do it for a while and then he'll go, hey, Ryan, can I get another hour? And they'll be like, sure. Sure, why not? Why the hell not? That would yeah, be awesome. Man. <laughs> loud and local loud and local at 10 hashtag <laughs> start all over again exactly <laughs> round that's two. that's like too many syllables man loud and local at ten, yeah at seven till man ellen all at ted uh, there you go <laughs> yeah. there you go so i've been busy just low uh n- sorry i've been busy booking bands i got uh this Whoa. dude named king dude coming up i got uh low there do i see my brother i have a band called power a band called wreck uh, <laughs> a few, a few hardcore bands, a few punk bands. A lot of people hit me up, and uh, I got a lot of fucking friend requests from random musicians that day. Yeah, they're like, "Ooh, this is the guy." Holler at your boy. Uh, so anyway, so it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> if you listen, if you're listening, and you're in a local band, and you're not like in a metal band, but you want exposure, you can hit me up. The official email is loudandlocal at kisw dot com. That's cool. Kevin hosting loud and local. I got my own little teaser that's like, Loud Local with Kevin Deers. First and last name. What's up, Malcolm? (laughs) Good dude. Good times. What about you, Ian? How was your week? Oh, I went to go get my green card renewed. Yeah, you were talking about that last week. And ironically, while I was in the parking lot, there was two cars in the parking lot, me and one other car, a van, that decided to back into my f***ing car when we're the only two cars in the entire Ah! parking lot. Did they smash you up? No, not really, not bad. They were moving so slow. I just thought it was so ironic that we're like at the green doctor and this They're guy fucking backs into me in the parking lot. It's like that scene in Austin Powers where he's on the steamroller <laughs> and it's like, yeah. no, don't run over me. And he's like, move out of the way. It's like, dude, could you at least wait until you leave the parking lot to God, smart your J? Seriously. Motherfucker. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so that happened. That was one thing. But you got your security, you got your job insurance? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, well, it dude, the whole thing is just a big fucking joke. It's always been a joke. It's still going to be a joke. Ugh, I don't even know. I need to actually find a job now probably because it's going to be all illegal most of the stuff that I do. Hey, you want a mail mailroom job in Bellevue? No. Fuck <laughs> <clears throat> new. You know what I'm going to do on my last day of Bellevue? I have a lot of garbage accumulated at my house. Uh-oh. I'm going to litter all over Bellevue <laughs> on Thursday. Just take a garbage bag and just fly it out the window, just like debris. <laughs> behind. You, Bellevue! Dude, nah, come I'm just playing. It's all right good. around my van, dude. And we can just like find have sh- garbage yeah. bags out the side. Just toss. I'm totally into that. Be nah. prepared. It's like, just tell them that it's civil disobedience. You're protesting. You're I'm protesting, protesting your goddamn city. <laughs> Quote, unquote, city. So pick up my garbage, motherfuckers. You know what the difference between Bellevue and yogurt is? Uh-oh. Yogurt has live culture. <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's gross. That's gross. <laughs> Sip on some coffee. All right. Well, <clears throat> since we're uh, a metal show, we should probably talk about some metal news. Let's do it. Do it. Uh, this week we start with a pretty bummer story. A couple weeks ago we talked about uh, uh, Justin Lowe from After the Burial uh, who posted a pretty bonkers uh, Facebook diatribe that was like 
a thousand words long with like not really very with punctuation it, that was lacking. It, it was very fragmented and and he was talking about how he felt like somebody was after him. Yeah, like very people paranoid. were like conspiring to kill him, and then he re, like announced that his band was t- trying to kill him, and like his family was trying to kill him, and then he disappeared. And then what happened is they found him dead this week, uh, from what appeared like. They said the injuries were consistent with a, a, a fall from a high, like mm-hmm. high, high place. Either he jumped off of something, or he fell off of something, or pushed somebody pushed him off of something. So, uh, yeah, it's a bum out, man. Because it's awful news. It, it was like a public meltdown, and mm-hmm. now you know, mm-hmm. it's the, literally the worst ending that you could have to it. Um, well, and the the really. Sad thing about this is uh, in the letter that his sister wrote regarding it, she talks about how they they were getting him professional help and they thought he was making progress and it it just came as a complete and utter surprise to everyone involved. And, you know, it's it's really it's really, really a shame. I mean, whether you like the band or not, the guy was an insanely incredible musician. Yeah, totally. Very, very skilled player and very skilled and multiple aspects of the arts so it's it's like one of those a beautiful mind yeah situations where the guy is like a uh like he was kind of like a savant in that he was so Mm -hmm. incredibly talented but at the same time Mm -hmm. that same part of his brain that was so overactive uh obviously had something else going on that he was having a hard time dealing with and i i've heard i've heard multiple stories about um uh justin being uh somewhat of a interesting guy to socialize with like i've heard him being some somewhat kind of off in his own head and a little bit lacking in social skills but you know in in a lot of cases when you have an artist that is that good at what they do i i really think it's it's a function of more time spent on the instrument and on the arts and less time socializing which leads to things being a little bit shaky and that being that attitude and that obviously his mental state combined Mm -hmm. with being in a huge band and playing publicly all the time and like people knowing who you are and stuff like that Mm -hmm. it's got to be just a weird combination of a way to live yeah so it's just really unfortunate so if you get a chance let's uh, they have a couple of really awesome records check it out their first uh or sorry their their second album rare form is absolutely killer it that record rips it's goddamn great so you know obviously mental illness isn't a joke if you see somebody having a problem you know do what you can mm-hmm. to, to help them out absolutely it, it's a hard place to interject yourself obviously yeah unless you're like a direct family member yeah but at the same time you know well you know the the way that i've always that i've always approached it and that i think others should approach it is if you see a friend that is having a problem whether it be a mental problem or a substance problem the best way to say it is just like hey look man I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life or what to do. I just want you to know that as a friend, I'm worried about it. Right. And I want to have this conversation because I want you to have I want you to get help if you need it. If you want if you want to tell me to fuck off, feel free. Go ahead. But yeah. me saying this now prevents me from being crushed later on if something bad if and when something bad does happen. So I don't end say, up in this position you know, where I, I'm just I offered, like I should have said yeah. something, you know. Right. Well, do what you can when you can. 
mm-hmm. and if you need just there's lots of resources out there for you know mental health is- issues so mm-hmm. uh, rest in peace rest in peace to uh, Justin Lowe from After the Burial man just it's rough uh, we all went to uh, Mayhem Festival this year at yes, the White we River did. We were one of like 3,000 people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We noticed that they uh, shut down the lawn completely. Nobody was allowed there because I think if they had had it open, it would have looked so empty and sparse in there Yeah, that it would have looked like no one was there. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. not like this is something that we really saw coming. I mean, last year when Avenged Sevenfold headlined, it was packed all the way up to the grass. Um, years before that, you know, we've been going to Mayhem as Metal Shop for five years now. Right. Mm-hmm. And every year, it's it's been huge. But this year was just incredibly disappointing. There were only two stages. Not saying that that's disappointing, there was only two stages, blah, 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 blah. But I'm saying it was, it was scaled down a bit. Um, yeah, compared to years past, it was a, a shadow of itself, kind yeah. of. That's what it felt like. Mm-hmm. Uh, half of the the entire amphitheater was just closed off. There's usually like that entire other side that's got like the bar, uh, place to get a, more food mm-hmm. of all those bathrooms over the, the mm-hmm. other side where you can get up on the lawn and down the thing. Mm-hmm. It was just weird. Uh, and I didn't notice until we got to the side stage yeah. and we looked out and we were like, damn. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> this is awkward. Apparently we're not the only ones though as the tour has gotten uh, less less people than they were expecting all over the tour, oh. and uh, this past week's Slayer's Carrie King was interviewed and basically said, "This is probably the last time you'll see Slayer on Mayhem, and potentially the last time Mayhem will even happen." Um, he said, "It's pretty much just like a glorified Slayer show." Uh, he said that. I wonder if they're lo- how much money they're losing. Yeah, every day. Oh man, yeah, a lot. This week on MetalSucks.net, they kind of had a bit of an op-ed explaining seven reasons. Why they think uh, that's a lot of reasons. Yeah, why metals, why uh, Mayhem Festival has kind of uh, fallen off of its its huge, huge high horse or its huge uh, pedestal or whatever the f- you want to say, whatever that term is. So, uh, number one is weak headliners. Uh, this quote right here is the most important one that Carrie King said. This passage, I think. He says, without the extra stages, it's basically a glorified Slayer show. Let me put it to you this way. Last year, Slayer, Suicidal Tendencies, and Exodus played the Eagles Ballroom in Milwaukee and sold it out. Mayhem came through 10 days ago and didn't sell it out. That's what I'm going up against here. And it's a hu- it's that huge tour package, like that rock star, you know, energy thing. <laughs> uh, Kevin Lyman, one of the guys who actually started uh, Mayhem Festival, was quoted as saying, Metal has gotten gray, fat, and bald. Um, and uh, it's it's failed to kind of um, d- attract the younger audiences and whatnot. So um, also Slipknot Mayhem organizers made an offer to Slipknot to headline the festival, which obviously would have made it huge. Right. Uh, obviously Slipknot's playing Pain in the Grass this year, so there's going to be we uh, gotcha. So we're probably going to sell the fuck out of that one. But Mayhem Festival, oh, we are. They were not able to get uh, Slipknot, and uh, they decided to do their own headlining tour. So. Uh, Mayhem went to quote unquote mainstream. Eh, I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't think I agree with that at all. Actually, um, uh, I, only in terms of like maybe pandering to the weird underage internet crowd via the like Victory Records stage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the YouTube metal kids that grew up that way. Uh, Slayer and King Diamond being too mainstream, I would argue against that because in years past, it's like Rob Zombie, mm-hmm. Avenged Sevenfold, Asking Alexandria, bands that get played. You know, on radio yeah. all the time, it like corn or whatever. Godsmack, right? And uh, 
So that I don't agree with that point at all. The one that I do agree, there's a, there's a few others, but the one that I agree with the most is it says, it doesn't feel like a festival anymore. When there's two stages um, and it's just very scaled down, it just doesn't, it just doesn't have that same feel. Like, yeah, why am I driving to bum f- Auburn to have to go to that? You know what I mean? And yeah. shouldn't it be at, like, Wamu in Seattle or, like... Yeah. If you're only going to do two stages... Yeah. Yeah. I, it just doesn't make any sense. So, all in all, Mayhem Festival, I hope it still sticks around, and I hope that there's a... They might... I don't know. They have a new life to it, but, you know, maybe it's time has come, and there's something that needs to revitalize the summer tours. That's what they say here. OzFest. Summerfest. Had its time. Yep. That's not happening anymore. Remember the last time they did uh, OzFest where they gave away the free tickets through I if do. you bought like monster energy drinks? Yeah, free fest. <clears throat> yeah. I went to that. It was uh, Black Sabbath and Zach Weil or uh, Black Label Society. And I think Hatebreed mm-hmm. and Barrier Dead. Yeah. Yes, there were some, some and heavy Nile. Yeah. yeah. And they lost so much fucking money. <laughs> yeah. How are you going to make it free? I mean, unless you know you're going to lose the money. That's crazy. But, uh, yeah, so maybe it's time has come. Maybe not. We'll see, I guess. Um, Summer Slaughter, obviously, uh, is still doing its thing. That's well, a, that biffed it in the Northwest. Yeah, they, they just started skipping the Northwest altogether, though. So <laughs> let's just hope they don't do that. Uh, thanks. Uh, Ghost was uh, the band Ghost Beast. Became Ghost BC because they got sued by some other band that was called Ghost. Apparently, they're no longer uh, legally obligated to use BC anymore. Uh, in the U.S., at least. Uh, they made a point of saying that it was a bunch of horse <laughs> He said there never was a lawsuit. Basically, I just have to explain myself. Uh, it had to do with their label. It's not anti-American, but somebody... The label in America was so conscious about them being sued that they made them do it preemptively. So there wasn't ever actually a lawsuit. The label was just like, hey, there's other bands we're worried about this. Just uh, toss that little BC on there and uh, you'll be okay. <laughs> so it wasn't like official, really. It was just like, right. you should probably do this. So I, apparently now they're just like, nah. They're just being ghosts now. So cool. news. All right. So uh, Warbeast guitarist Drew Shoup uh, suffered a brutal hand injury. Oh, God, street. I saw that picture earlier. Injury, and I... Uh, Apparently he was uh, washing a blender blade. It was not plugged in. It's not like he had the blender on and like his hand put in. his <laughs> hand in there. But yeah, I uh, I scrolled down to the bottom and looked at the picture, Gross. and it, I just jumped out of my skin. It was a fat ass nick. I mean, it is <clears throat> that is <laughs> deep. Does not look good. What happened is his he was cleaning the blender, and his cat jumped on it. Oh! <laughs> Like, jumped on him with a thing in there, and it just, like, gouged it so deep into his hand that it cut the tendons. The cat's got to die. In his, in his uh, what was it, his left hand or his right hand? Oh, his, that uh, is his left hand. His man. left hand. So that's his guitar hand. Which mm. finger is it? Uh, it is uh, first and second fingers. Ooh, those, those are kind of important and when you're playing guitar. And it's not, so, I mean, it's it barely is, hanging on. It is <laughs> those, down there, like, right in the first two joints, <laughs> Right in the man. juicy gummy parts. That oh. finger doesn't even, it's like skin holding it. Oh God! <laughs> so they said though that they're going. He's going to be fine after a while. Mm-hmm. So he's there. They got him all sewn up or whatever, and it's going to take some time. He's got to do some physical rehab in order to be able to, you know, move your fingers again after they almost got cut off by your goddamn cat. And he's like, "But I'll be back on tour next week. <laughs> I'm going to play with my feet, dude. That's crazy. Well, we we wish you the best, and I hope your hand heals." <laughs> But I don't want to stop looking at it because it's really stop. nasty. Just close the picture, man. Ugh. Avenged Sevenfold and drummer Aaron LJ have parted ways. 
This guy was really cool. He was nice. He was a nice guy, and uh, very he, young. I think played with him for about four years. Because uh, uh, the Rev, their old drummer, passed away in 2009. Mike Portnoy played with them for a while. And they're mm-hmm. like, you're too good. <laughs> Either that or like, we don't want to pay you. <laughs> or they're like, why is this awkward old dude in our band? <laughs> this is weird. Like, they're all like <laughs> hanging out in their back room, and they're like hot rock star chicks and things and getting all f***ed up, and Mike walks back. It's like, hey guys, what's up? Want to listen like, to some prog rock? <laughs> Who wants to listen to Yes's first album? Either it's that great. or Mike Portner was like, hey, let's write some songs that don't suck. And they were like, no, you're out of the band. <laughs> so Aaron LJ played with them for four years, and now they've parted ways. They never, they didn't really say why. They were just like, thanks, we're grateful, blah, 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 and we'll appreciate your support. So it doesn't say anything. It just says, like, he's gone. So they need to find a new drummer for Avenged Sevenfold. Who's in? Who's in? Who's in? Who's in? Uh, we have make been, a lot of money. We've been following the racist rants of several people um, on the Metal Shop Backstage Pass oh, podcast. God. And if you've been listening to uh. for the last couple years that we've been doing the show, uh, you may know that Malevolent Creation are <sighs> known racist dicks. Yeah, they've been 86 from <laughs> the airwaves of KISW, at least on Metal Shop. But we can talk shit about them, or at least, you know, we what? should. We don't I even mean, need to talk shit about them. Somebody we just, needs to call this out. We, we, we The thing is, we're not even talking shit. We're just. We're just talking We're about... We're just literally repeating what he said. Yeah, so... You don't J- even have to talk sh- This is him being a fucking asshole. Jay Black from Malevolent Creation went on a Facebook tirade all in caps because it's super fucking oh, important. Let me, let me read this. I got this. And then, right. he, and then he posted the video, Obama the Muslim, his own words. Ryan, I want to hear it. Give me your best Jay Black. Normally, I try to avoid the news and politics, but I have to say... Times really have changed over the years, what with all the events that have taken place on 9 11. It's sad to know that our country has been run by a Muslim for this long time now. What a disgrace to the American flag. Go back to Islam if it's so great. F your culture and f your Koran. This is Merka, you fraud. One more year and this ridiculous run is finally over for all you idiots who voted him in. I say we take back our country in 2016 and return to our children the Pledge of Allegiance. Back to its rightful owners, Americans. Seriously, someone please tell me something. Who let this guy in office for two terms? All in caps locks. Good times. Thanks, Jay Black from Malevolent Creation. You're still a f***ing dick. Ah, Speaking of racists, uh, this past yesterday, actually, on Friday, WWE parted ways with the Hulkster. Hulk Hogan was... uh, So, a few years back, uh, Bubba the Love Sponge (laughs) and Hulk Hogan were involved in this, like, sex tape thing where Hulk Hogan had sex with Bubba the Love Sponge, a, uh, a... Radio show host who's kind of really infamous and terrible and and has just given radio a terrible name in Florida area. And so Hulk Hogan boned his wife. They got it on tape. It was this whole sketchy thing. But audio from that was leaked this week and was found that he was saying some terrible, terrible racist things about his his daughter dating a black guy. And uh, he said some words that were very offensive. He was also had a radio interview where he continued to say the N-word over and over and over he was like yeah i'm friends with all these rap guys they always call me the n-word so i'm like what's up n-word hey n-word hey n-word hey n-word hey n-word he said it like 10 times 
It was pretty gnarly. Like, he, he obviously is very comfortable with saying that word. Uh, so, WWE. God, Hulk. You know. What the hell, dude? It's huge because Hulk Hogan it was the WWE back in the day. They, he was the champ, right? Yeah, and, everybody was a, a Hulk, Hulkamaniac. You know? Exactly. So, um, Hulk Hogan was taken wow. off of WWE.com. All references to Hulk Hogan. Oh no, they're gonna take him he out. Took of him everything? out of the Hall of Fame. Oh, they took him they out of the Hall of Fame. That too. They they essentially erases. They Chris Benoit this guy. Oh man, and so, he didn't even kill anybody. Nope, he's uh, he didn't even kill his wife and kids. So he got fired. He got all of references <laughs> taken down from him, and he got taken out of the Hall of Fame. And someone came up to him and stole his Hall of Fame ring and threw it on the ground. No, I'm just kidding. I, I was know. gonna say <laughs> that's a good way to get your ass beat. No, I'm just by playing the Hulk. The but, thing is, though, they can't steal his millions and millions and millions of dollars that he's true. made off of it all. That's just his uh, his ex-wife and the divorce. Oh, God. Yeah. It's not looking good for the Hulk right now, man. Uh, what's going to happen to him? I don't know. I, but, part of the thing he said is at least, like, I don't, you know what? I'm not even going to repeat it. My I'm belief, not even going to repeat it. My belief is that he has tanned so much over the years that he literally thinks he is black. Uh, he he looks oh, at like his skin. Oh, like Rachel Dolezal. Yeah, he looks at his skin and it's so leathery and like beef jerky looking that he's like, "Hey, I think I'm, I'm black. black. I can say the N word." No, you can't, Hogan. Sorry, Hogan. So now you can go online and buy Confederate flag Hulkamania shirts. Oh God, I'm just playing. Somebody will make it. <laughs> Somebody will make it. Somebody will. <clears throat> that sucks. Good job, brother. Sucks. Dude, it sucks when you find out that one of your heroes is a real dick. Well. Uh, I always knew Hulk Hogan was a dick. I knew Hulk Hogan was a <laughs> dick when I found out that what it was an interview a long time ago from Jesse the Body Ventura who said that he was trying very hard to start a wrestler's union back in the day. Who and Hulk was? Jesse Ventura oh, was. Okay. And that was this is one of the reasons he was fired. So he was start trying to start a wrestler's union. Yeah, of course Vince is going to stomp that. To give benefits and everything. And they had almost this, the amount of people to start the union, but they needed Hulk Hogan's help because he was the biggest star. So they went and talked to him. And because he was making so much money and he was so like threatened by this, he went and told Vince and all those wrestlers who were starting the un- tried to start the union got fired. So Thanks, Hulk Hogan's Hulk. a bitch. So <laughs> You're a snitch. You know that movie The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke how he's all like f***ing beat up and destroyed and he doesn't have benefits and all that? It's because of Hulk Hogan. Motherfuckers like happened like that. Thanks, Hulk. Racist bastard. Uh, Shai Halud has a new song. It's called Colder Than the Cold World. Uh, they have a new record, which they don't say is coming out anytime soon, but it's 50 seconds. So I'm just going to play you the whole thing. <laughs> Her approach to indifference was never our eternity plan To be the woman she was trying to play This was not the way Where he was What you think he was never more coming back To be the sanity held to lose his court This was not the way Sounds like open fire. What? <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh, that's pretty cool. It doesn't really sound like Shai Halud to me no, that much, though. Doesn't have the, the. I like it. Yeah, it's pretty cool, though. I like that. I like following that band on Facebook. It's it's Matt Fox always has something interesting and intelligent to say. I do like that.
Moving on to a news article with absolutely nothing interesting or intelligent to say. Oh, God. Um, Beef. Attila and Census fail to <sighs> very not... Brutal. <laughs> not, I, yeah. Uh, these two bands don't like each other. And uh, one band. Well, has Attila a... is like the most garbagey creation in the history of heavy music. And Census Fail isn't that far behind. So, well, uh... like, Attila's right up there with like a mirror and like just joke ass bands that talk about some really offensive shit. Mm-hmm. I want to see you suck his dick. Yep. So, anyway, um,. The guys from Census Fail have accused Attila of being homophobes. See, Duh. Exactly. That's and what I'm talking about. put a sign up at their merch booth that said as much. And <laughs> All right, um, Census Fail, honestly, I'm not a fan of that band, but those guys legitimately like hardcore music and right. like metal. Like, they're, they're band, not my, not my thing. Right. But that dude always gives shout-outs. I remember he gave a shout-out to Barricade. He gave he always wore yeah, American cool. Nightmare merch. Uh, so... He, Buddy, from Census Fail, seems like a legit dude. I'm just going to yeah. throw that in there. But anyway, um, so they kind of got into a Twitter beef back and forth oh, and uh, started talking S at each other. And uh, the guy from Census Fail was saying, uh, keep m- dropping my name on stage, you f***ing coward. Warped is literally a big baby bitch fest this year. I miss uh, every time I die in terror and stray from the path. And Census Fail replied with, or sorry, that was from a... Uh, um, Amir, rather, and Census Failed applied with, was just outside your bus talking to your crew so that you wouldn't come out. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, the guy from uh, Attila said, at least my life rules. I wish everyone is, was as happy as I am. And the dude from Census Fail responded, when you're ready to talk, come find me. My bus is right in front of yours. So uh, <laughs> Called we'll, him out. We'll see what happens with that. I mean, uh, That was the guy from Attila versus the guy from Census Fail. Census Fail. You know, and as Kevin said, I if if... I were to take sides on this, I would prefer the I would prefer census fail, but I mean, and it's well, kind of like the take, thing is, is the uh, guy yeah. on Twitter goes, "Hey, uh, quit dropping my name on stage, you fucking coward!" And then the guy goes, "What are you gonna do about it? I'm standing right yeah, outside I'm, your bus. I'm here, dude. You're gonna call me a coward? I'm right here. Yeah." And he's like, "Oh, my- no, I'm okay. Sorry, I'm an internet fucking tryhard. What's yeah. his name? Uh, Franzilla, the dude from Attila that was on." Uh, like made, I want to be in a band or right. something. This is his tirade. OMFG, some of the bands on Warped are fucking cowards. I'm not going to tag anyone because the coward bands are small as fuck. But seriously, <laughs> if your bitch ass band is going to leave a sign at our merch calling us homophobes and say it to my face, bunch of fucking cowards, bunch of fucking nobodies trying to throw shade <laughs> to gain some fucking fame, fuck a pussy ass coward. Say shit to my fucking face. I'm not a fucking <laughs> bitch. If I have a problem with someone, I knock on their bus door and save it to their face. Fucking boohoo ass bitches. <laughs> I'm at your bus store right now. Exactly. I wish everybody was as happy as I am. That guy. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. He's a walking piece of <laughs> shit. Speaking of not walking pieces of <laughs> shit, Niall rules. Uh, <laughs> Niall has a brand new. That was like a segue, segue <laughs> of the week. Segue of the week, man. Uh, Niall not has a new song. walking pieces of <laughs> shit. Speaking of the opposite of garbage. Sick and brutal. Thanks, little Chris. This, uh... So everybody's doing these lyric videos recently, right? Yeah. And that's what this is, but in the background, it's all, like, war footage of, like, recent stuff. It's like uh, uh, videos of ISIS 
like smashing like statues and like relics in museums and shit like that. Uh, I want to read what they have at the beginning of this video. They really like are like legitimately like intelligently calling out religion based on history because that's their whole deal, you know. It's totally. Like, yeah. Uh, can, can I read this off or should we wait to the? Uh, we should do it for like brutal poetry at some point or something. I mean, like, what do you want to no, read no, off? No, no, no. Just the disclaimer at the beginning of this. Oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, so at the begin at the very beginning of this uh, music video, there's this huge disclaimer, like a big one, that just says this music video contains common everyday newsreel imagery illustrating the insanity and futility of war as a tragic result of a clash of ideologies. This video's sole purpose is to bring attention to the wanton destruction of artifacts in the Middle East. Neither Nile nor Nuclear Blast endorse any political or religious agenda with this video. Nile, as students of Egyptian history, are concerned about the preservation of the cultures of all peoples of our greater global community. And in the lyrics... There you go. The lyrics are freaking gnarly, man. Like, direct Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Like, it's it, like it's, laser tactical. Yeah, it is... <laughs> <laughs> it's pinpointed. Yeah. Damn. Uh, you guys like Overkill? I like Overkill. I'm down with Overkill. I like some Overkill. They're they, fun. They just inked a new worldwide deal with Nuclear Blast Records, who seems to be scooping everybody up yeah. these days. They just got Slayer. I mean, there you go. Uh, they are going to be putting out a box disc of 14 CDs, man. Holy crap! Pretty much everything they've done from 1995 to 2007. It's coming out October 16th. Uh, they must have like gotten clear of like some other deal. And they yeah. were like, let's just re-release everything. Dude, this box set looks badass, too. Like, crap, oh, hell yeah, that thing. Does. That does look pretty sweet. It looks like a Trivial Pursuit box, but <laughs> way cooler. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, it almost looks like a super villain logo, you know? All right, kids, let's listen to Overkill. 14 CDs. Whoa. Nice. And it's got a bonus CD that's uh, got a bunch of their demo songs, a couple of remixes, and a Man in Black Johnny Cash cover. Sweet. Ooh. I want to hear that. I want to hear that live. That'd be cool. Yeah. They need to come back again. That band always rips. And it's always a good show. Live show is always super on point. Metal Allegiance has another trailer. Uh, it's number three. It's one minute long. Let's uh, listen to what they have to do. If you've been listening to the podcast, you already know what we're talking about by now. Supergroup Metal Allegiance. Uh, September 18th. History tells us yeah. it's always the same. When fire rages on that little grave. That's awesome. I like it. It sounds like they're not like uh, trying to take it too seriously. They're just kind of jamming. Mm-hmm. I want to hear that whole record. That's going to be cool. Uh, September 18th, Metal Allegiance. God, Randy Bly's been busy as hell this year. Good Lord. 
the book came out, new Lamb of God. He's got this. Uh, he's been doing this project. He's doing that other super group, the Teenage Time Killers thing. Damn, that's right. Yeah, he's he's a busy guy. He's like he got out of prison. He's like, I'm doing it all. I got all the stuff I got to do. Uh, Fear Factory's just announced a U.S. tour, but they're not coming here. So, damn it, screw that. Uh, let's see what else we got. Opeth is releasing a coffee bo- a coffee table book. Nice. Sounds like something. That's kind of. They just want to check off the list. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, th- all right. There's uh, a wall of death. Would you like a cup of tea? Would you like to sit down and discuss Opeth? I'm down. Would you yeah. like to look at this imagery and let's have a conversation? Let's listen to Blackwater Park and talk about the finer <laughs> things in life. Sounds like something Michael Ackerfeld <laughs> would actually do, though. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, the Wall of Death, first time ever recorded a 360-degree cam- webcam, or sorry, one oh of those f-ing awesome 360-degree camera during Heaven Shall Burn show, one of those huge Wall of Deaths, and it's really cool looking. Obviously, um, you cannot see it. I haven't seen this yet. I would like to Let's check it out. witness this. They were in Spain at Resurrection Fest. You gotta kind of click on the little arrows up in the left corner. Oh, really? And, and you oh, can move the view around. Oh, I got See, it. Oh, I'm gonna go backwards then. Oh, it's like in the pit. Yeah, you can. Whoa! Okay, I see what's going on there. It's like Google Maps. Of yeah. a mosh pit. That rules. It's like the thing that's strapped to the top of the car when they're like doing Google Street Maps. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Uh, let's get one of those in every mosh pit. Megadeth has a footage of the new lineup performing for the first time. Obviously, guest drummer Chris Adler of Lamb of God is performing with them now. Uh, they've got Kiko of Angra on guitars and Chris Adler doing it. And uh, they played at the Quebec City Festival de oh, de Quebec. In Canada. All right. Danny. You take a mortal man. Wait, this is live? Allegedly, yes. And put him in control. This is the new lineup. Footage is nuts. This camera's making me like motion sick. Gotta have the logo on fire. This is great filming, dude. It's like a fucking movie quality. It's pretty sweet. It's like feature film. Dave's like, Metallica put out a movie? Well, we're gonna put out a movie two I years mean, like, later. Dude, as much as we talk about Dave Mustaine and all the crazy dumb shit he does, Megadeth is fucking awesome. Yeah, dude. <laughs> totally. Check the solo. That's cool seeing Chris Adler play with him. Yeah, it is. He's such a beast. That's Mustaine ripping that solo. Hell yeah. 
Uh, I, I, I read in an interview this week that Dave Mustaine said that he picked Kiko uh, to play guitar because he's the one that he, like he felt most intimidated by as a guitar player. Huh. It's kind of a big compliment. At least you know, he can compliment. admit that. Yeah, yeah well, you know. Uh, I feel like for all the dumb that he says, he, he knows how to play his guitar. You know? mm-hmm. So. And Ambrose is nothing to shake a stick at. That band is freaking good at their instruments. So, made a good choice, man. Uh, if you're going to be in Boston anytime soon, <clears throat> or if you want to be in the Ghostbusters, I guess this week, uh, they're doing some filming for the new Ghostbusters movie. And they're pulling like an Ace Ventura and they're putting like a heavy metal music scene in the new Ghostbusters movie. Cool. And this is what the Boston Globe, Globe Boston Globe reports. Ghostbusters is filming a big concert scene at the Wang next week, of all places. <laughs> and the movie's casting director is looking for extras. Uh, they said they're looking for people 35 and under, as well as older people who look like metalheads, to play the audience at a heavy metal concert in a scene that films from July 28th to the 30th. He says the job doesn't pay big bucks, but parking and lunch are free. And you'll perhaps you'll see some ghost bu- busting in action. Nice. So to apply, send a clear and recent photo with your name, age, and number to uh, Heavy Metal Casting 2015 at gmail.com. Do it, Ian. Would you play the Wang? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're filming a scene at the Wang. <laughs> Big Wangs. That's cool, though. Uh, nice. They're gonna have a metal. They're gonna. There's probably gonna be some weird ghosty <laughs> going on at a heavy metal show. I as hope long as Slimer's really, in it. What what kind of band do you think it's gonna be? <clears throat> That's Metal Sucks was saying that they hoped that they weren't going to do a repeat of what they were doing in Airheads where the people were like not they're really metal they were like throwing up the hang loose signs instead yeah, of like yeah. metal horns and they were like, they were just uh, hopefully they do it right so Yeah. Uh Carnifex is going to be coming through town. They're going to be playing on October 11th in Seattle at Studio 7 and on October 12th in Spokane if you want to make the drive. Uh it's the Decade of Despair North American tour. Ten Obviously, years. they've been around for 10 years uh and um, they're going to be playing with Black Tongue, Lorna Shore, and The Last 10 Seconds of Life. So if that's your thing, make it out October Great 11th. Day. All right, that does it for our podcast this week. And uh, on Metal Shop, we had a heavy metal legend in in the studio because Chris Barnes from Cannibal Corpse, Six Feet Under, and a bunch of other bands recently moved in to the Northwest and put out a great new record. And uh, we're first going to do Brutal Poetry with Chris, him doing his own song, which is always excellent. And then uh, following that up with the interview and some of the new Six Feet Under. So thanks again for listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass number 63. And we'll see you again next week. Uh, You know, uh, it's about that time in the evening where we kind of uh, calm things down just a little bit and enter what we like to call the Brutal Poetry Lounge, where we investigate the inner workings of finer death metal lyrics. And because we have one of the eminent... Brains in death metal lyrics. I can't writing. believe you guys are making me do this oh, again. Yes. <laughs> this is the, my favorite part of life. All right, so in the Brutal Poetry Lounge, we've got Chris Barnes doing a Six Feet Under classic from 1999's Maximum Violence. Here's Hacked to Pieces. Take it away, Chris. <clears throat> Butchered, born to bleed. No known cure for my disease. I'll start to slice and kill and maim. I'll pick up a hammer and smash in your face. Torn up, I'll continue to kill you. I'll grab a knife and stick it in you. Your body mangled, drenched in blood. Blood 
pulverized, I'm on another attack. Don't turn your back, I brought my pickaxe. Look into my eyes, these eyes are dead. As I kill, I still shoot blood. Torn up, I'll continue to kill you. I'll grab a knife and stick it in you. Your body mangled, drenched in blood, dead. Torture, unbearable. Hallucinate to victimize. More killing underway, your flesh will bear my pain. Dislocated, reconnected, stitched together, obscene pleasure, profane vision, hacked to pieces. Severed, worm-infested, dismembered in your coffin, I'll dig you up just to kill you again. I will violate you. Rot. 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 Wow. Amazing. Uh, you're like the Morgan Freeman of death metal. Yeah. <laughs> Does that mean he is God? Yes, he is. <laughs> he is the voice of God. He is Satan. Six feet under, hacked to pieces. Chris Barnes, you're a professional. Thank you, sir. This is brutal poetry. Rock of Seattle, our Saturday night tradition, playing you some heavy metal, and right now, tonight, in this very room, Mr. Chris Barnes, from uh, the one and only Six Feet Under. How the hell are you, my friend? I am doing well. Thanks again for having me here, and yeah, uh, you guys course. are looking good tonight. Thank you. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, and likewise, we're I'm a bunch blushing. of dapper gentlemen in here. Yes, we are. <laughs> uh, last time Faces we had you in radio. Last time we had you in studio, we mentioned that you are uh, now living in the Northwest, so since we had you on last... How, have you been enjoying it? I've settled in like a, 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 an old moss. Nice. <laughs> that is an excellent, so excellent if, description. If you're ever like hanging out in, in Seattle and you walk by a dude with dreadlocks, he kind of looks like Chris Barnes. Chances are it is Chris Barnes. And you're like, holy crap. I've seen several of my friends post like, did I just walk by it? And I'm like, yeah, probably. Actually, yeah, you did. You did. It was me. So have you been here for one full year yet? Have you experienced all four seasons in the Northwest? So uh, it will be at the end of n- next month, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah so pretty much, and I, I love it. It's I should have been here 20 years ago. You guys are, are home to me. So. That's awesome. Well, we want to make the rock... Your home, your second home. <laughs> Anytime you want to come up to KISW and kick it on Metal Shop, man, you are more than welcome. Those and are Uncle Chris. <laughs> famous last words right there. <laughs> Next week the we show up, they're like, uh, you're not allowed in because Chris Barnes has your job now. <laughs> the no. station's burning like a fat Cheech and Chong joint the <laughs> yeah. next time we come in. It's on fire. No, it's just Barnes. <laughs> oh, Chris, <laughs> Chris is back. Awesome, man. Well, uh, we know you guys have been working on the new Six Feet Under record for a while. You guys uh, went on tour with Machine Head over in Europe. Um, no, no, we did Was a that something uh, else that I'm yeah, we did a um, a, a, a festival tour over there okay. in April hey. called Hate Fest. Oh, that's okay. right, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, and then we put the album out, it came out uh in April, so the new album's out called Crypt of the Devil, and everyone's all the fans are digging it, and all the people that hate us are hating it. So, <laughs> <laughs> haters gonna hate, that's all right, how it so- works. So more classic Six Feet Under then. The, the haters hate and the lovers love it. Uh, Yin and yang, man. I feel it, man. Well, we're going to rock some of it. And uh, this is also going out to Lord Marco, who is in studio. So it's pretty cool working with Lord Marco, huh? Yeah, he's he's one of a kind. And, and <laughs> he's, a, he's a real, real good dude. And uh, 
I, I don't know a better drummer out there, man. The dude is manic. You yeah, know? He's a beast. He's spread thin with many projects, yet he maintains. He holds And he it has together. a day job and like three kids. And three kids, yeah. And he's a great, <laughs> great dad, man. I mean. That kicks ass. Yeah, he's a good person and just a, a blast maniac. All right, well, let's play Let's play a couple of songs here. Let's play Gruesome and then Break the Cross in Half. Okay. All right. Chris Chris Barnes in the studio. Call us now. Harass him. <laughs> All right, here it is. Gruesome, new music from Six Feet Under on Metal Shop. Yes.
New six feet under on Metal Shop. I have always appreciated how you do the low burly growls and then you do those like high, just high pitched gnarly ones. He's got range, man. Oh, thank you. I'm just fanboying out a little bit over here. I try. (laughs) I try my hardest. (laughs) When's the first time you figured out that you could do that? Were you a very young man? Were you like pissed off at your parents? What happened? Uh, Or did you just give it a shot? Well, the low stuff, I just, just. Trying to like get get a vocal to sound as heavy as like the distortion in the guitars, so I just kind of. Are you trying to match it? Creating yeah. an instrument with your own voice. Just yeah, just trying to blend it in so it sounded all real heavy, you know, and and, and good and fun. Have so you when, ever? Uh, have, sorry, have you ever blown it out? Have you ever lost it? Um, only I've only had trouble where when I don't have enough uh, rest. You know, like when you get up in the morning and you have a frog in your throat, and then you try to sing, and then then you have problems. And then you don't have any cannabis. Yeah, yeah. If you're in worse. if you're in France somewhere in 1997 when they didn't even know what it was, we, uh, sounds, like, <laughs> sounds like my nightmare. It was a nightmare. There's been many nightmares. I, Speaking yeah. of uh, cannabis and traveling, I want to hear about this patch that Lord Marco was telling us about. <laughs> oh, no. What is this oh, patch? Yeah, it's, yeah. Like the, it's like the Nicorette patch or It's kind of like that, yeah. I've, 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 ex- I've tried it a few times. and You've experimented? It's, it's I've experimented. I don't, I don't care marijuana for Marijuana patch, huh? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a medicinal patch that's a transdermal uh, Does it work? Of, it does work. I just I don't think you should use it all the time, really. Okay, fair enough. But it's You're like, it's, thank you for smoking. We're just going to slap 25 of them on you and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you know. You're like, oh, that's a good way to die. <laughs> something will I'll happen. I don't know, but I've. Something will happen. Something yeah. will happen. I try to stay away from anything but just, you know, good flour now. Yeah, you're a traditionalist. I like Fair that. Enough. I'm old school. He's not, not like the kids with the dab life, dab life, dab life. Yeah, well, it's. It's interesting, but who knows what's in that stuff? Well, it's sometimes. on the way out. Now. Good point. State's yeah. trying to take it all over. Yeah, anyway, they will. We talk here on Metal Shop. <laughs> yeah. If you're just listening in, this is uh, Chris Barnes from Six Feet Under, Cannibal Corpse, many other awesome projects. Uh, we're going to keep talking to him and playing some new Six Feet Under when we get back. It's Metal Shop on the Rock. Come back to Metal Shop, ninety-nine point nine KISW. Uh, still in studio with Chris Barnes from Six Feet Under. Yeah, we are. Hey, hey. And uh, you've been doing this for a long time, man. Like, when? Uh, how many years total on your heavy metal slash music career, would you call it? Uh, Make you think back <clears throat> all the way. I guess when I first started writing original, like, lyrics and my own kind of being involved in writing uh, original songs with a band, I'd say it was, like, early 87, so been a while yeah man almost 30 years yeah it's getting there huh 28 you've, uh, years, dude. you've seen awesome. uh you've seen a lot of things change in the metal world and i want you to kind of tell me a little bit about how you compiled your new record because i know that you don't have everybody sitting in the same room at the same time all the time oh yeah you've got well, a harness like it's it's kind of gone that way now with with the way you know the, using the internet and stuff we use it for um <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> For music as well, <clears throat> and um, just sending files back and forth and working like that as far as uh, recording. So uh, it's mostly done in home studios as far as the basic tracking, and um, everyone does a great job because we're all really, we've all been involved in the studio side of things, and it, 
You know, we're kind of studio geeks. Yeah, too. you guys are pros. Yeah, well, no, we, the, we we've worked with really good pros that if we've paid attention to, <laughs> gotcha. and and uh, we've learned little tidbits from them, and cool. have been able to use that and stuff. And then we just kind of do things from a distance now, instead of everyone in one room, you know. $1,200 an hour. Yeah, so. no kidding. <laughs> so you're just kind of like makeshift pros. Just like, we learn from pros, now we'll just kind of yeah, do we'll what we learn. Yeah, we'll do it our way. Yeah, it's kind of how this all started anyways. We, did, we didn't know how to write music or do anything. We just started doing it. Fake it so you make it. That's it, man. <laughs> it's, you know, you want something done right, you kind of have to do it yourself anyways. That's so. always true. That's it's it. Always, always true. Yeah. Well, it's not like there was death metal really before you guys, so... There you go. We were kind of in it when everything was working itself out. So and on the ground floor. That's it. Damn. Awesome. Well, let's play a new one. Let's play. Uh, let's play stab. Hey hey. Hey, yeah. what's this about? <laughs> <laughs> it's a love song. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love you, baby. Here's a song for you. It's called Stab. <laughs> this is Chris Barnes in studio here on Metal Shop. Brand new, six feet under.
music from Six Feet Under. Chris Barnes in the studio here on Metal Shop now. So gnarly. Uh, go get the record. Crypt of the Devil. Uh, you worked with uh, with Mister. F- Actually, a lot of the dudes from Cannabis Corpse on this record, right? Yeah, the whole the whole uh, the whole band, really. Yeah, myself and Phil Hall and Josh and Brandon Ellis. Dude, that's like a perfect fit. Weed and Cannibal Corpse together creates a band. Cannabis Corpse that Chris Barnes <laughs> absolutely love. It's awesome, man. Badass. It's all come full circle. My favorite. Part of that story is, I think, when when uh, Randy from Lamb of God was uh, filling in and doing some shows with them, Randy told me his uh, stage name for the shows was uh, Chris Bongs. <laughs> so I was like, damn, man, I wish I would have thought of that years ago. I would have changed my name to that. Chris Bongs. <laughs> it's not too late, man. It's not too late. <laughs> it's kind of, anyways, that's what it is. <laughs> that's cool. So what is a normal day like for you when you wake up? Like, what do you... What's a day like for Chris Barnes? I get woken up by my little uh, miniature schnauzer, my girlfriend and I, at about quarter till six every morning. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> and uh, Brutal. Yeah, so the day starts off like that, and uh, just smoking bud all day long and having a good time, uh, working on music in the next projects and the next tours, and just getting everything in alignment for... Uh, for the next assault. Right on. Well, what, what is your preferred intake method? Joints, blunts, pipes, uh, you know, steamrollers, bombs, <laughs> all of the above. What do you? What's like number one? Uh, I, you know, I've tried to. I've absorbed it through my skin. I've uh, vaporized. <laughs> I've uh, smoked it. I've, I've, I've stayed stoned pretty much for at least uh, years at a time. So okay. it it all works well for me. Cool. See, kids, you can pull it off. <laughs> They're goals, life goals. <laughs> That's awesome. Chris, uh, we're going to play uh, one of my favorite songs from Six Feet Under before we go, but uh, any final words for the Northwest audience before we let you go? We're going we're gonna to force you to stick around and do some brutal poetry later, but okay. in terms of You don't have a choice. Oh, well, thanks for, for welcoming me with open arms and uh, packed bongs. Of course. Always, my friend. We will always have a bong packed for you, Mr. Chris Barnes. Yeah. And you always get greens. Yeah. All right. Here it is. 420. From the vault is up next. This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.